0: it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 1045 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. A new breed of talk. You can't stop Donald Trump by yelling and screaming. His voice is your voice Cindy from Jacksonville good morning and thanks for calling the K Show David joins us from Ponte Vedra Claudia in St. Augustine this is the K Show
1: I'm here by
2: directing the Department of Defense and Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a Space Force as the sixth branch of the armed forces, that's a big statement. It would be the first new branch of the armed services
0: since the Air Force was created in 1947. Yeah, look at that, Space Force, man. It's gonna, it, we're, th- we're getting this close to this thing happening, folks. Uh, my, my childhood dream coming true. Now, not only is it Donald Trump just, you know, uh, wishing it would happen. Space Force. It's now actually a directive of the Pentagon. Donald Trump sounding the alarm. <laughs> we need some kind of military presence to keep the uh, united states safe from above from space and i for one you know, look at this this is this is the world i always dreamed of as a kid this is the world we've got. Jamie Dupree 2.0 with a digitized robotic voice reporting the news. We've got a space force as the sixth, uh, as the sixth installation of our of our uh, military branches of service. It is it is like my childhood visions and 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 dreams. I know my flying car is right around the corner. Uh, hopefully by the time it gets here, I won't be too old to drive. What's up, everybody? This is Mark K. You're listening to The Mark K Show. Thanks so much for joining Space me. Space Force. Yeah, I know. I, I know. Space Force. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's really kind of interesting. I wonder if there's going to be like a GI Bill for the Space Force. Like if you serve four years, do you get to then go to college, that kind of thing. Uh, Donald Trump, rest assured, first it was Kim Jong-un, right? That was historic. Donald Trump, the first president to sit down with the leader of North Korea, uh Kim Jong Un and start start opening up this whole dialogue for uh you know denuclearization of North Korea and a, and a peace treaty really between the United States and its allies and North Korea's uh, dictator. That, I mean it it's astronomical with the with the invention now and the implementation of this space force? Space force. I guarantee. Mark my words. What's the date? It's June 19th. All right. June 19th. I guarantee. That Donald Trump will become the first president to ever have a summit with a leader from another planet. That is. That is my, that is my, my prediction right now. Donald Trump will be the first U.S. president to ever hold a peace treaty or peace talk or some kind of leadership summit with, uh, with an uh, interstellar and galactic, uh, you know, uh, prince or, or king or, or dictator or something. You must unlearn what you have learned. Oh, don't worry, man. We are all Unlearning what we have learned. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. By the way, three four zero one zero four five is the number. I, we, you know, we could get back into immigration today, but I just don't want to. I just don't want, I spent all day yesterday on immigration. And then it was so funny because we talked about immigration for an hour. I got in my car, I turned on Rush Limbaugh. He was saying the exact same thing, which makes me feel a lot smarter than I actually am. Uh, and then when I got home, of course, all the questions started, is this really happening? Every time I turned on my Facebook, there was a post someone, you know, this woman I follow on Facebook who is a friend of mine just wrote something like, uh, it, it was It was a real open ended question just is it wait a minute, is it true? Did we snatch two thousand kids from their parents at the border, and you can imagine. That, that just opened up, uh, I mean, a whole, a whole Pandora's box of misinformation. And I didn't want to jump in because I had stuff to do. And I had like, you know, my kids, I'd take my kid to organ practice and there were some groceries and I wanted to go in the pool because it was like 9,000 degrees. So I didn't want to get into a, a Facebook battle. So I just kind of ignored it. But it's, it, the misinformation is rampant and, and abundant. And some of the, some of the tactics that the, that the Democrats are accusing the president of uh, you know, and, and you know, Donald Trump is using children at the border as a tactic to build his wall. That's the big one. You know, children are not a bargaining chip for your wall. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Build the wall and you won't have to worry about children getting snatched from the uh, arms of their parents. Build the wall, you won't have any more immigration crises. Build the wall, and all of a sudden, you won't need to build camps for these children whose parents are going into the penal system because they crossed the border illegally. They won't be able to cross the border legally, illegally, or otherwise. They won't, they will come to the border, they will see a wall, and they will say, "Uh uh-oh, and they'll either have to go through the door legally, like, you know, like so many other immigrants do, or they will have to turn around and go home. And and that's going to those are your two options. But the fact that you have an open border, the fact that you have holes in the fences, the fact that you've got like barbed wire that people can cut through. You know, we saw just yesterday. I didn't even get to the story, but there was a there was a police chase, a border patrol police chase, an SUV with five illegal immigrants in it. And instead of stopping and getting caught and being processed, they just took off. Went a hundred miles an hour. This big it looked like a big, what like a like a what do you call it? A, a suburban or an expedition or one of those. Like it just took off down the road. It eventually it skidded out of control, flipped several times. All five passengers were ejected from the vehicle and killed. Okay, so you have five dead illegal immigrants. You have thousands more that are that are separated from their children legally and humanely. I would like to point out. And the reason is because there's no border security. You build the wall and you're not going to have car chases. You're not going to have immigrants, And you're not going to have any of these problems with the parents and their children being separated, at least not by the United States judiciary. And again, uh, when you when you when you look at the, I mean, I don't, like I just said, I don't want to get into it again, but it, it looks like we're going to get into it. They, the 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 misinformation about these kids, I watched a video. I watched a video about a Mexican-American sheriff being interviewed by Gail King and basically telling her everything you're telling your viewers is untrue. Everything that you're broadcasting is is false. It's fake news. It's not happening. That is not a thing. The 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 woman who was ripped off of her child, not a thing. We hear it over and over again. If you see the detention centers where these kids are being kept, you know, they say, oh, it's a converted Walmart. Well, it's a converted Walmart because there's a lot of kids, but it's not converted in a bad way. There's bunks. There's clothing. There's medical supplies. They have three meals a day, three hot meals a day. I mean, good. I was watching meat, burgers, and fries. I mean, okay, nutritionally, maybe not the best stuff, but it's hearty stuff. They have, uh, they have two hours where they can go out and play, play soccer or sports or whatever they want to do. When they're inside, they have access to schools where they can learn English. They're teaching them American civics, and they also have access to video games. They also have access to video games. Which yesterday would have been a good thing, except now video games, we know, according to the WHO, the World Health Organization, is a uh, <laughs> is now an addiction and also a mental disorder. Did you hear about this? By the way, this is this is going to be the new thing. Yesterday, the World Health Organization declared gaming disorder as an official mental condition in the International Classification of Diseases. So now you can be addicted, addicted to video games. They wrote, quote, I think it's important to recognize the addictive possibilities of this behavior, but I also don't want to throw out the baby with the bathwater and have a blatant statement that gaming in general can be negative. Uh, Dr. Alloway, blah, blah, whoever says video gaming habits uh, can be addicting. And that's not just limiting to playing videos, but behaviors in general. So now you've got this condition of video game addiction. Now you've got you've got children being ripped apart from their parents at the border, quote unquote, being put into these uh, you know, converted Walmarts and they have access to video games, which just means not only is Donald Trump stealing children from their parents, but now he's trying to get them addicted to video games. The World Health Organization says that's a bad thing. I just can't. You know what? It's it's just. It's almost too much. It's a, I. Here's the thing about video games. My kids play video games from time to time, and you know we are there to monitor it and that kind of thing. But it, it it's ironic to me that Trump says we have a space force. We're going to institute a space force. The Pentagon is now supposed to go out and establish a space force. And on the same day, they say that video game addiction is a mental disorder. Where the hell do you think you're going to get the first batch of space force uh, astronaut? You know, uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, soldiers they 're going they 're the video gamers of today. Who else do you think is going to be able to pilot a space force shuttle through the atmosphere it 's going to be some kid who's addicted to video games. Mental disorder my butt it's it 's a training mechanism for our future space force. That's what it is. Space Force. Yeah. I, uh, 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is the number. You can also leave us some open mic message. We have a ton of open mic messages about the WHO, by the way, um, classifying gaming addiction as an actual mental disorder and a condition that that could require psychological help. Uh, 340-1045 or leave me an open mic message. This is the Mark K Show on News 1045 WOKB. We'll be right back. This is the Marquet Show. My name is Marquet. Thank you so much for joining me today. And I'll tell you what, man, we got... It, it, it's interesting how these two topics tie together. Donald Trump's saying that he's now ordering the Pentagon. He's issuing a demand that the Pentagon uh, start investigating how to create a space force. Space force. This is an actual branch of the military, a sixth branch of the military. Uh, first time since 1947 that we'll have a new branch of the military. But I'm excited. I, for one, am excited about it. Uh, however, on the same date, on the same day this happened, the world declares video gaming disorder as an official condition in the international classification of diseases which means which means that video game addiction is now an actual mental disorder
2: welcome to anarchy just another symptom that shows that no one is being held responsible for anything they do yet they have unlimited rights to do whatever they want
0: Welcome to America, Three four zero one zero four five, or you can leave us an open mic message.
2: Well, GameStop and Walmart better get a whole lot more handicapped parking because you just gave these entitled people
0: one more entitlement. Way to go. <laughs> that's a bunch of handicapped spaces outside of the GameStop. 340-1045, this is Stephen. Stephen, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. Uh, Stephen, what do you want to say about the uh, video game disorder? Well,
1: uh, that's a way for junk to flow. If you think about it, Say if you that one have more time. I, that order, then you're gonna not be able to purchase
0: a gun. Yeah, I'm having a little trouble. I hear it. Okay, I think what you said was, if you have video game disorder, that's a mental condition. That's a that's a way for them to keep you from uh, purchasing a gun. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's probably that's probably not too far off. That's what they, they look at all, you know, what happens. All right. These, so these violent criminals who, sh- who shoot up schools and, and things like that. What do we can link it to? Well, we always tried to link it to video games. All right. Well, now if we make gaming disorder an actual thing, guess what? We can say that they're mentally, uh, unstable. They have a mental disorder and mentally handicapped people can't buy guns. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a win win or, well, a lose lose if you're the person playing the video game and wanting to, to buy the weapon that, you know, that's an excellent point. And it does seem like it's some kind of governmental control. But I'm going to be honest with you. I know a lot of people who are addicted to video games or just play a lot of video games. And I don't think violence is the number one problem with video games. In fact, I know violence isn't the number one problem with video games. The number one problem with video games these days is not that they turn people into violent criminals who want to go out and buy guns and kill people. That's not it at all. That's not it at all. The real problem is that these people spend way too much money on video games. Not the game itself. You buy an Xbox, it's what? Three, four hundred bucks. Okay, that's a one-time cost. Then you buy the video game, it's anywhere from thirty to sixty dollars, depending on what you're playing. But, After that initial purchase, there is an opportunity for you to buy stuff every single day on that game. And I guarantee one of the biggest problems with video game addiction is not that you become a zombie, is not that you waste a bunch of time, is not that you become violent. It's that you spend whatever money you have on on skins and guns and and power packs and additional lies. You know, Kim Kardashian came out with a with a mobile video game like three, four years ago. It was free and she made 80 million dollars on it. How do you make 80 million dollars on a free video game? the same way a crackhead makes money selling crack you give it away for free but then when you want to buy the upgrades and the coins and the tickets and you want you know to have lunch with kim kardashian on her own game that's when you start to pay and that's when the real problem that uh, comes into play it's not so much violence it's it's fiscal irresponsibility 3401045 Trust me, I guarantee there's people out there spending thousands of dollars on video games every month. 340 1045. This is The Marquez Show. We got some of your phone calls and open mics coming up in just a minute. Stay tuned. More on News 1045 WOKV. I'm hereby directing the Department of Defense and
2: Pentagon to immediately begin the process necessary to establish a Space Force as the sixth branch of the armed forces. That's a big statement.
0: Yeah, that is a big statement. That's a big that's a big undertaking, and that is a big deal. I'm very excited about the Space Force. Uh, you know, the first branch of the government, or military, rather, since 1947, when they established the Air Force. And I'm sure that they were ridiculed for establishing the Air Force. Uh, just like Donald Trump's being ridiculed or, you know, what, he would be ridiculed if it weren't for the uh, the it's quote unquote crisis at the border that uh, that they're demanding. He- yeah. I don't, here's the thing. Everyone's like, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. But what are we supposed to do? What do you do? I mean, what do you do? You need what's the oper- what's the alternative? Come up with an alternative, present an alternative. Stop. Uh, stop. You know what? Enforcing the law. That's not the 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 point of laws is to be enforced. We're not, this is not the Obama administration. The law is there. You're going to enforce it. You either have to change the law, come up with an alternative. You know, people are like, oh, it's heartless. It's not. It's forcing you, if you don't like something, to do what we do here in America and, and present an alternative, get the votes to back it up, pass it into law. Then we'll enforce that new law. I mean, that is how things work. And Donald Trump's not inviting people to the border with their kids. It's not like Donald Trump. I mean, be, the way people act, like he's such a monster. You know, they're like, Donald Trump is ripping children away from parents at the border. Okay, he didn't ask these people to come to the border with their kids. He didn't send out gold invitations saying, please, come to the border. Bring your children. And then when they get there, you know, like he's he's enticing them with, I, I don't even know what, like video games and cash and free health care and all these things. You know, we'll wrap you in an American flag and give you a home. It'll be great. Uh, That's not what he's doing. These people are coming here uninvited, illegally, and then they're entering the judicial system, which requires them to be separated from their children. Donald Trump would much rather have it the other way around. He doesn't want people coming to the border with their kids and trying to get in illegally so that the laws that are on the books have to be enforced in this way. Come up with another law. You know, that's what you do. You, you don't like something, you come up with another law. Uh, 340104. Again, I don't want to get off in, on immigration again. Hopefully by tomorrow, uh, they'll, they'll have fixed it, although not bloody likely. <laughs> we've got, we've got a, we got a bunch of people online talking about, uh, video games. Uh, in fact, here's the deal video games now, apparently, uh, according to the World Health Organization, the WHO, the World Health Organization—it's an official disorder, gaming disorder, an official condition in the 11th edition of the International Classification of Diseases. Yes, you heard me right. Gaming addiction is now a disease. Three four zero one zero four five. We do have some people who actually feel that it is—they're they, taking this seriously—and they actually listen to this guy. Hold on, let me actually let me put him on the air.
2: I run a construction crew in Jacksonville, and I've seen every type of drug addiction there is multiple times. I know what it does. I've never seen an addiction as bad as video games in teenage children. I've had stepchildren and friends of those stepchildren neglect their own health for days on end. Mine almost killed animals while we were out of town thinking he was responsible. It's the worst addiction there is. I would rather my kids smoke pot
0: or do something like that instead of being addicted to video games. I mean, I don't know if I would rather my kids smoke pot than play video games, but, you know, I I mean, I know a lot of people do play video games and smoke pot simultaneously, which probably is a very dangerous combination. Look, the, the, the point about the video games is... Not the violence, but it's kind of what he pointed out. It's the irresponsibility. Uh, for example, a lot of people waste time. They call in sick to work. They, they neglect relationships. You know, we get all that. Uh, they spend money. To me, there's a, you know, video games can cause a financial crisis in a lot of people. But is it a mental disorder? I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't consider that. I'm no doctor, though. You know, I don't even think porn addiction's a thing. But, you know, apparently some people disagree with me. Uh, 340-1045. This is uh, Steve. Good morning, Steve. Uh, what do you want to say about spending money on video games?
2: So my estimated amount total right now is about
0: 11000 And over what period of time? Uh, it's been about three and a half years. In the last three and a half years, you've spent $11,000 on Xbox video games. Actually, for me, it's mobile games. $11,000 on mobile. Okay. Um, let me just, you know, I just have to ask, what kind of stuff are you investing in? On, You know, what kind of, what do you get for $11,000?
2: So I play a game called Thunder Sword.
0: Called Thunder Sword.
2: It's like, it. you buy like monsters and characters. Uh-huh. And so there's over, right now, 1,300 monsters in the
0: game, and so you have to buy scrolls to summon these monsters. Yeah, you buy the the scrolls to summon the monsters. That makes perfect sense. So with $11,000, how many scroll? how many monsters have you been able to summon?
2: I have about 12 different accounts. Oh, you have different
0: accounts. Oh, I see.
2: Yeah, so not but like a $20 or $30 purchase. But when you make that, Twelve times on each account, you know. No, yeah, it adds up really fast.
0: It absolutely does. What are, are do you do this game professionally or is this just a hobby?
2: Just a hobby for me. Um, there is a big, like, I guess professional side
0: right but but since it's like you can't deduct this from your taxes is what I'm getting at this is just no no. I wish yeah no I wish I wish you could too uh hey listen you know I appreciate you sharing this do you feel that this has been a a good use of your of your $11,000 is this money well spent
2: it's pretty much been my entertainment for the last three years The last
0: three years. Uh, All
2: right, cool. My mom is like super mad at me though. She's like, "Why would you waste money on a
0: video game?" Do you still
2: have her things that we blow money on?
0: Do you still live with your mom? Uh, I do. Yeah, that's why she's mad at you, dude. (laughs) She's like, "You gonna take that ten thousand dollars and get an apartment?" (laughs) Anyway. Well, listen. Uh, I really appreciate you. Thanks so much for calling, and thanks so much for listening. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, no. Or you know what? You buy a scroll and just summon yourself an apartment. That'd be cool. Man, if I could just buy scrolls and summon monsters and things, that'd be that'd be awesome. Three four zero one one zero four five. What do you think? Is is video game addiction an actual thing? The World Health Organization says it is. Uh, let's go to Roy in Deerwood. Roy, thanks so much for calling the Marques Show. What do you want to say?
2: Hey, Mark, love the show. Hey, my background is in psychology, and, you know, this is ridiculous. If you didn't already think the World Health Organization was a joke, you should think they're a joke now, because it's not an addiction. It's about parental control. My kids had it the whole time they're growing up. One of them is 28. One of them is 22. They have zero addictions in life because it's called administering parental control. Your kids turn out to be the people you raise them to be, period.
0: Interesting APC, administering parental control. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that at home when I get home today. Hey, thanks for the call, Roy. We appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dwight in St. Augustine. Dwight, thanks so much for calling the Mark K. Show. What you want to say?
1: How you doing, Mark? Hey, I love you, show. I'm doing
0: good, man.
2: Oh, thanks. Hey, that guy that guy there just nailed it about the parental control. Uh, yeah, I've got got some nieces that um that, that's, they they live on that thing. But my thing is, I I kind of had to chuckle when I heard about this. So if this is a, a new disease now that's, that's now developed, so are they going to be able to collect disability? I've got a friend of mine's son that makes <laughs> $70,000 a year playing games, and so now is he going to be able to collect on disability as well?
0: Huh. That's interesting. He makes the money as he plays the game?
2: Yeah, he's about he's about 17 years old.
0: Yeah, see, then I don't think he'll be able to collect disability because he's making an income. However, if for some reason he loses a finger or a thumb or he goes blind and he won't be able to play anymore, then absolutely he'll be able to get disability because you know that was his that was his source of income. Uh, we gotta take a quick break. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. World Health Organization saying that the the new eleventh edition of the International uh, Classification of Diseases will list gaming disorders. As an actual disease Look at that It's the Mark K Show More your phone calls And open mics Coming up next On News 104.5 WOKV This is the Mark K Show My name is Mark K. Thank you so much For joining me And man What an exciting day what an exciting day. We have uh, video game addiction. We uh, just talked to a guy who spent $11,000 over the last three years playing video games on his phone. And uh, his mom's really mad at him. <laughs> Probably more so because he still lives over there. <laughs> uh, but, and then, you know, uh, video game addiction, it's a real thing now. The World Health Organization saying, yeah, it's a disease. Uh, we're going to classify it that way. 3401045 is the number. 3401045.
2: People get addicted, whether it's drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, video games, porn, or whatever. I think they need to stop looking at individual things and look at why people are getting addicted in general.
0: Mm, yeah, now I'm addicted to uh, I'm addicted to uh, you know a lot of the, like news. For example, I can't turn it off. Uh, that's a big you know. The, I mean, because I'm just trying to figure out what's real and what's fake. Uh, but but. It, the thing with, you know, people are addicted to Facebook, um, you know, they're addicted to Instagram. They keep checking their messages to see if they get likes, all that kind of. And what does it boil down to? It boils down to what? Acceptance. Uh, you want to be good at something. If you're if you're really good at a, a video game or if you let's say you're a badass in a video game, but you're not really in real life. Maybe that gives you a feeling that, uh, you know, hey, this is uh, this is definitely someplace where I belong. So I'm going to spend all my time here. Three four one, oh, four, five. Let's go to Bob in Orange Park. Uh, Bob's been holding very patiently. Bob, thanks so much for calling the market. What did you want to say, Bob?
2: Well, I recognized my brother, Roy, while I was online here waiting. I recognize his his voice. He called in. And uh, I have to agree with him, but but I would call this disease L-A-Z-Y. Lay around and zero yourself, because that's what these guys are doing. However, the good news is they're already space cadets, so we could put them on the space program, because eventually, when you have trainees in a space force, someone's going to call them space cadets. Give them a job. Space Force.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. I mean, look, there was a movie, in fact, uh, my uh, producer Josh pointed out there was a movie long ago called The Last Starfighter, and the premise was there was this kid that was great at video games. It was like a video game. Back before we had Xbox's kids, you had to go to the arcade, or you had to go to the lobby of the hotel, and they had these big stand-up video games. They looked like, I mean, they looked like pieces of furniture. They were that big, and you had to put a quarter in, and you would play the arcade game, and there was one there called The Last Starfighter. Well, this kid beat the game. No one had ever done it. Next thing you know, A Aliens show up and take him away because it was a training module for their for their space force, basically space force. And he became this intergalactic uh, hero and everything. You know, when he it, spoiler alert, he saved uh, he saved the planet. So that was cool. Uh, but you're right. This is this is a great training ground for uh, for our our upcoming space force. Thanks so much for the call, Derek in Julington Creek. Derek, thank you for calling the Marques show. What do you want to say, Derek?
1: Yeah, I'm a video game developer for Bethesda. You can check out my profile, DanCam Plus Dungeons, and uh, basically. Oh, I'm you're like no, you know what of, it is? You're like, like a, you're like a, and uh, black.
0: you're like Hello? a. Uh, hold on, you can hear me. You're like a drug dealer now, according to the WHO.
1: No, actually, I uh what I do is I, I provide entertainment and uh basically a bettering of the lives around me. What I'm hearing from you is, you know, a lot of these losers calling, and saying, my son just sits around playing video games, you know, while I work 80 hours a week. Well, guess what? You chose to work. You chose to make somebody rich while you sit around for almost minimum wage, you know, ruining your life. Well, maybe your son's enjoying his life. Maybe he's he's doing something that he likes and he's expanding his mind. He's not working for some guy and living in poverty and bragging about it. No, he's having fun. He's enjoying video games.
0: Okay, so you disagree that there's such a thing as gaming disorder?
1: No, there's nothing at all Disorderly about gaming. The only thing gaming does, it provides the format for economic revolution for people to start playing video games and quit working these crappy jobs and start enjoying their life and coming together in the community uh, over the internet, talking to each other, figuring out ways to start the revolution and uh, make this world a better place. So if anybody's the loser, huh? these losers working 80 hours a week, making other people rich and uh, screwing over their kids.
0: All right, Derek, hey, thanks uh thanks so much for the call, man. We really, really that's a guy that's a guy there who is passionate about his work. That's a guy there who's passionate about what he does for a living. He creates video games so that kids uh can enjoy their lives and have fun and and interact with each other. And what did he say? Oh, start the revolution and the real losers, the real jerks, the real people. Who are mentally disturbed? The real mental disorder are the schlubs that go out and work eighty hours a week for the man, working to make somebody else rich, uh, destroying their lives uh, just so they can clock in with a clock out with a paycheck at the end of the week. Um, the kids are the big winners in this. Scenario. And you know what? Look, it, it, if I could do it, if I could make uh, enough money to support my family by sitting around, you know, hitting buttons all day and not really doing any work. Oh wait, you know what? Wait a minute. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> never, never, never mind. I, I don't. You know what? I've said too much of this. <laughs> I've said too much of this. Uh, Greg from Five Points. Uh, oh, you know what, Greg? I apologize. We're not gonna have time. We gotta. We gotta bolt. We've got. Uh, we've got Jamie Dupree 2.0 coming up here in just a minute, as well as news and Rush Limbaugh. Hey, this was a fun show today. This was a fun show. Thank God we didn't have to get pigeonholed into talking about immigrant children at the border for another hour. Um, but we'll probably do that tomorrow. Stay tuned. The news and Rush is next on Mark K. This is the Markation we'll be back tomorrow see ya space force yeah space force you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and
2: home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft
0: lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement